is the Toddcast, a podcast that I, a guy named Todd, record while I drive to or from work, talking about a variety of things. There are no scripts, no show notes, just me chatting while I commute, so you can sit back and enjoy the ride. Hello, and welcome to the Toddcast. We are joined together this fine, brisk morning with Eric, and today we are going to engage in yet another pointless debate. Eric, how are you feeling? I'm doing. I'm doing well. To be quite honest, we'll have to see. I don't recall if I even won the last debate. Todd, did you? Do you have the Twitter poll? Do, uh, do you recall? I don't have it immediately on hand, but that is easily solvable. Okay. You're Thank you, pandemic, we... for making it so that I'm not driving while I do this, and therefore mm-hmm. allowing me to actually do, look these things up on the fly. Uh, looks like in a eighty to twenty percent victory soda one over pop of course okay. i'm trying to remember what were, you were you were rooting for soda so i think you oh yeah that one. Todd, this was yeah this was a complete setup i just wanted you to say it out loud i knew it. <laughs> <laughs> well well played Not, uh, good job so, yeah so we're gonna see if you can ride high and carry carry on with that streak or if you will be you know crushed in defeat with the verbal sparring this morning are you are you well, ready yeah do you want to pick or you want to be pro or con? You know what? First you, or second. You won. I, I think it's only fair that you get to pick. All right. Well, I'll go with a pro or the first one. Okay. Pro or the first one. Here's the envelope. There we go. Tearing into this bad boy. And. All right. So this is a yes versus no. Okay. So you so said I'll pro. Be yes. You're saying yes. yes. And this is hilarious because this is actually something we've talked about fairly recently offline, and I swear this isn't a setup. But the question is, do audiobooks count as reading? Yes. You're or not. No? I, that's I not am serious. Real. I am serious. I will. That I will. Is so. <laughs> All right. So let's let's just real quick. This was actual discussion, if not yeah. yesterday or the day before. It was definitely not yeah. yesterday because we didn't talk yeah. yesterday. But wow. All right. Um, <laughs> and I don't recall exactly our stance the other day because I don't think we took a super hard stance. But today I'm taking a hard stance. No, but and no, but we we even joked that it might be just to give just to give the listeners a little bit of background. Eric and I were chatting as we often want to do, and at some point we were quipping back and forth about you know how I read books because <laughs> you're you're a smart one. You can tell by right. the words you use. Right, and and so we were talking about books. And I started talking about, oh, I, I do still read books, but in the past uh, decade or so, I've done a lot of listening to audiobooks. And we kind of touched briefly on audiobooks versus regular books. Do those count? Whatever, whatever. And like I said, I think it was you, Eric, who said, that, that sounds like a pointless debate topic. And I'm like, well, I have no idea what's in the envelopes. And sure enough, just through a weird twist of fate, that is what today's today's topic is so i would venture to say todd if even and i don't know if we recorded that conversation you might need to sample that in at some point in time Maybe I, 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 <laughs> I'll, I'll see i'll see if i can find that it, it if i did record it i'll see if i can find that clip and i'll throw that in post credits fantastic well todd i do believe that is uh, hilarious that, you know the conversation that we had the other day stirred all this made a magic envelope in which i'm sure no one will even admit that they wrote this this was just a uh, the act of grace that we're now discussing audiobooks and why they actually count as books. I'll, I'll just start with the, the whole, the, the first topic here, Todd. Let, let's face it. The word book is in the term. If it was just pure audio, they might, they might call it a podcast. 
if if you know if it was you know singing song they would call it a song but instead it is audio book the fact is that it is taking from a written form uh something a publisher or a you know a, an author put together their string of words into chapters and to paragraphs into sentences and so forth and then they verbally read those record those and you know put that out to the world the, the easiest argument is that indeed in the name it is a book so of course it's a book audio books so that'll be my opening opening suggestion todd why why do you feel that an audio book is not an actual book it's it well and, and i guess let me let me refine and clarify that you know the question is do audio books count as reading so you know it, it's not it's not a debate as to whether or not they count as books or not there's an argument that could be made there that's not the argument to be made at this point i mean just because word book is in the title doesn't necessarily mean anything. I mean, if I get a sheet of paper or, you know, some sheet music, I'm not using that to line my bed. It's not, not you know, just because it says audiobook doesn't necessarily mean it should count as a book. But again, that's not the point of the debate here. The point is, is should they count as reading? And, you know, my I've actually been present for portions of this argument within the house, which is where I think, why I think it got into the envelope. Because... Abby and I participate in, you know, we have Goodreads. It's a thing that lets us track what books we've read, and you can set up yearly challenges for how many books that you've read and compare with your friends and so forth. And Lily often makes the argument that, you know, because we log our audiobooks there as well, makes the argument that those should not count because you're not actually reading. You're having someone read to you. And so that's, that's I think that's what she means by do they count, to which I say you're not really reading the book. You're having it read to you. You you made an excellent point, uh, you know, a few moments ago. You know, it could just as easily be called a podcast because it's, it's the same thing. You're getting information conveyed to you through an audio form of someone, you know, speaking that information to you. You're, it's not the same as reading a magazine or reading a book or reading an article sort of a thing. Um, I, think, I think that, you know, if you want full credit for reading a book, you need to read the book. You need to, you know, have it in front of you. Whether I, I don't care if it's an ebook or if it's a, a, you know, physical bound volume with pages, but your eyes going over the words on a page and digesting that information—that that is reading. So I don't, I don't think it should count. Well, of course you would, you would say that. I'm sure you've argued that point many, many times, Todd. I think that, you know, the concept of the book. Right. You're, you're a man that's that started his book and will sooner or later finish it in the year 2035. Um, you you know <laughs> that it's it's a matter of you, you sit down, you put some thoughts together, you draft out an outline. You say, hey, this is the story I want to tell. And then you craft sentence by sentence your, your story. And you and there's often a cadence and a reason for why you're putting these sentences together. And the major difference between, you know, you know, a podcast or mind you, someone just, you know, an interview is that those are not necessarily crafted. They're more on, on, you know, they're winged, so to speak. We are not right now, you and I are not reading off a piece of paper and we did not craft up a speech and, or a, you know, sentence after sentence telling a narrative or a story. Sure. We might tell stories and we might have notes, but a book essentially is put together so that way you read it line by line in a certain form. So that way it tells a story start to finish. 
Now, at no point in time do you have to actually, you physically use your eyeballs to read. The concept of, you know, reading a book for enjoyment, whether reading a book for uh, education, you know, uh, self-betterment, those are it, the process. You read a book, not because you're like, hey, I want to strain my eyes and see what all these letters look like today. It's a matter of, no, I need to be either entertained or I want to learn or grow as a human being. No one has ever put the placement of you must use your eyeballs and you must have a physical copy of looking at something and you must go line by line uh, to, com you know, compute this in your brain. That that's never been the question of why books are there. Books are there to grow or to be entertained or so forth. So it doesn't really necessarily matter if they are being, I guess, consumed through your eyes or your ears. So I do believe the audio books should count if you say, hey, we're having a reading contest. I'm going to listen to an audiobook. And you say, hey, well, I plan on reading mine. It's just a matter of consumption and what you prefer. You know, some people might like to listen to music and other people might want to sing music. And that's fine. It's still a song. So I do believe that your audiobook should count as reading. Well, and, and you make some fair points there, Eric. And I think that it's it's worth calling out that, you know, the the physical act of reading words on a page, um, you know, that there are some folk who are not able to do that. The, the visually impaired. And, and when I'm arguing against audiobooks counting, so to speak, um, I do not mean to discount their experiences. I, I mean, I, I, I listen to a lot of audiobooks myself, and I am, I am very thankful for them just because it allows me to, to multitask. You know, I can, I can enjoy a book while I'm driving or while I'm out on a walk, which I certainly wouldn't be doing, you know, if I was behind the wheel. Um, I've seen people behind the wheel with books and it infuriates me because it's super unsafe um so i mean i i value audiobooks and i certainly understand their value like i said particularly for those who you know are visually impaired and are you know, just simply not able to read in the traditional sense and so you know none of my argument is meant to discount audiobooks or you know the the advantage that they give to those that you know sort of need them that said um I think that there is a distinction on on at least a couple of levels. Uh, one being that, like you said, the the stories that we're reading on the page are, are very deliberate. Very, you know, they they they're very well thought out, put together. Like you said, I'm you know at some point, hopefully before I perish from the earth, I will you know have completed my book. And it's it you know it's a task. I'm I'm putting a lot of thought and effort in there. What words go in what order? And part of that is, you know, to tell a story. And part of that is how you tell that story. Uh, you know, for example, you know, dialogue is tricky. <laughs> uh, you know, how, you know, because you're not, you're not there. You can't see it. You can't hear it. You have to convey all that in the words. Um, and with audiobooks, uh, you know, depending, especially if you get an audiobook that has, you know, sort of a full cast dramatization of it. Uh, you know, you've got voice actors who can put emphasis in the right places and who can convey a lot of additional information through their voice that in the book you have to capture with your words to describe those things. Um, and while that's an added bonus to the audiobook listener, it definitely enhances the experience. It also, I'm not going to say it robs you the ability to use your imagination to fill in those gaps. Um, and to really be able to appreciate 
the author's craft of being able to convey that information, there is something of a shortcut there that by by not reading it and and, and letting your imagination fill in those gaps, you know, it sort of the audiobook is doing that for you. So that that's sort of point one. Point two would be and I guess this is really where I kind of come down on the should it count or not. Uh, you know, in, in a co friendly reading competition between Abby and I, like clearly we both are able to read. We like to read, you know, actual read, you know, read the actual books. Um, I think where it gets tricky is if you've got sort of the younger audience that is that is, you know, learning to read or has not read much. Uh, I, I, I think at that point, the, going the audiobook route might be considered something of a cheat. You know, if I were in horrifically somehow back in the third grade again <laughs> and was called upon to, you know, do a book report on Treasure Island, I did not want to read Treasure Island. It was not of any interest to me. But if you'd have said, oh, Todd, here's some books on tape, you can listen to Treasure Island, I super would have done it. But part of the book report concept at that you know age range is you know not just to prove that you can read but to get you to read and to use your, you know to spark your imagination to you know get better at the actual act of reading and i feel like audiobooks sort of shortcut around that and that's one of the reasons why i think it probably should not count well i understand and i and i'm going to go right off of your your book report uh situation. I was actually on a Zoom call yesterday, or I believe it's fifth grade. My daughter's going into fifth grade and they were talking about, you know, said topic of audiobooks because I believe this is the grade where they'll be reading a lot of more a lot more paperbacks and or little, you know, novels and stories. Mm -hmm. And the topic of audiobooks did come up. Now the teachers kind of echoed similar to what you said in sense that we would prefer them not to use audiobooks and have a physical copy but she said preferred which means there is reasonable doubt that yes even the teachers of fifth grade say audiobooks still count we just prefer you to actually strain your eyeballs and or you know <laughs> wear your spectacles to to get those so that reasonable doubt alone from an actual educator a teacher there was two teachers actually on the line. Now the one spoke and the other one nodded their head. So even more reasonable doubt that yes, maybe it's not the preferred method for the young children. Why? Well, just like you said, I mean, the fact is you are going to look at words. You're going to say, Hey, what the heck does that even mean? If you were like me, you probably just skipped it and said, well, probably doesn't matter. Uh, or, or you could be, you know, pull up a dictionary and say, Hey, what does this word mean? Nowadays, you know, you could be reading on a Kindle or on your computer and you probably click on it, it tells you what it means. So there's shortcuts all around. And, and as technology advances, you know, we need to utilize those to make ourselves smarter, better, faster, stronger, you know, all that stuff that Kanye and Daft Punk want to, you know, collaborate <laughs> with. So we, we are looking at things like technology advances and, and now we start questioning the aspect of, well, if I said, Todd, you could read one book physically, or you can listen to four in that same time frame. What's better? And, I, and that, that's not for the, the pointless debate, although that sounds like that probably be in an envelope because we just wished it into being. You know, <laughs> but one, one physical book or four audiobooks, what is better? 
and we'll go back to the third grade scenario. The fact is that they actually give you tests asking about the concept of the book. They, they don't go and say, hey, 25 words, these, uh, I want you to spell these. That's called a spelling test that usually has nothing to do with the book. Every now and then you'll get a, tr a tricky teacher that does, you know, that melds them together and they take the strong, you know, big words in the, the storybooks and, and do that. But for the most part, it's more about the concept and the understanding. And let's face it, people learn differently. And a lot of the times I am an audio learner. Sometimes I need to visually look at it. And sometimes, hey, I do need to read and or write stuff down. But when it comes down to it, they are asking questions about what happened in chapter three or what happened with little Timmy or, or other book, you know, characters, which I have very little interest or knowledge in. So my concept is, yes, the teachers say audiobooks are, they count, they might not be preferred, but they count. And even more so, they when they question you, they question on the concept of the book, which at no point in time do you actually have to physically read to understand the concept and the theories and, and you know, the wonderful questions of story. Fair point. I, I was not aware. I mean, I, it's, been a, it's been a hot minute since I've had a youngin at the you need to do book reports stage of life. I, I had not realized that the, the sort of paradigm had shifted in terms of acceptability of audiobooks for that purpose uh it would seem that things are are changing um some might say evolving and you know what you said there does bring up some good points you know i, I guess getting getting the the youngins exposure to the material through whatever means is is perhaps more important than the specific vehicle for that information when i when i was at that stage you know audiobooks were nowhere near as ubiquitous as they are these days and you know i feel like at some point i think i might have been in high school someone you know put forward the question of hey if, what if, if i get this book on tape or i think somebody had gotten the book on tape and the teacher had found out and that was very very frowned upon so perhaps the times have changed and i'm working off outdated information and you know i i, I can own up to that I, i'm not going to concede my point because i still feel even as you said you know, the teacher would prefer that they read. And I think that, well, that there's, there's good reason I, for that. Mm -hmm. But perhaps it's it's become more acceptable to, to go the audiobook route. So let me, let, 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 let me pivot from, I think a lot of what we've been discussing thus far has been sort of framed around sort of narrative structures, you know, uh, non or fiction type books. Uh, I guess when it comes to nonfiction, I definitely feel that there's an advantage to having, you know, the printed page or the e-ink page as maybe or PDF or what have you, as opposed to the audio version, simply because a lot of cases where you're, you're dealing with nonfiction works, there are, you know, pictures or diagrams or maps or charts or graphs that you just can't, can't really encapsulate in an audiobook form. Uh, I've tried, you know, I, I have listened to some nonfiction audiobooks, and more often than not, they come with PDFs of all of the, the charts and graphs and maps and this and that and the other thing that you still need to refer to, um, to where I feel like there's definitely an advantage on the nonfiction route 
to go with a more traditional book type structure simply because all of those things are in line with the text and, and better suited for consumption that route. What, what are your what are your thoughts there, Eric? Well, I agree with you there. I'm not going to disagree that the fact is you can't really tell a chart. You can't really explain a pie chart or or a line graph as easily through, you know, audio form. But I also am going to go on a limb and I might ruffle a couple feathers here. I'm going to say these reference books shouldn't count as books. And that's and, and I, you know, last time you're a Goodreads guy. I'm a Goodreads guy. We, we use those. Well, I'm sorry to say, but I've never tracked any of my school books. That I've, you know, I'm going to go back and say, you know, I like to track a lot of books. I went through and said, hey, I read that in fifth grade. White Fang, for instance, Call of the Wild. Right. I remember, right. I remember reading that. I had, uh, I had Poison Ivy all head to toe, and I was sitting in front of a fan, and it was a summer <laughs> reading. I remember reading that. It was awful. I, you know, I don't remember much about the book, but I remember I was in pain the entire time, not just from the reading <laughs> aspect. Too bad we didn't, you know, have book on tape in my Sony Walkman. But nonetheless, <laughs> I went through and Goodreads, and I tracked those because I remember those are physical books. Oh yeah. I've never went back and said, "Hey, I wonder what textbook I had in first grade for you know language arts," because I don't feel those are referenced as books really. They they are referenced material, and you could call them you know school books or so forth. But I don't think they would count. And those are the ones that you kind of need those pictures in uh, in pages for. You know, I've read a lot of I guess manuals. But in my opinion, those aren't necessarily books. And for that reason, those are not books in the form that we are speaking of. Of course, you're not going to put an audiobook for, you know, how to learn CSS, you know, three. Well, of course, you're not going to do that. It's just, you know, there's a lot of diagrams and this is the code that we have. So, but then again, I don't think anybody would commonly say, hey, did you read this book? Uh, hey, how is the, your latest, uh, you know, HTML 5.0 book? You know, it's just not going to happen. So I personally... I'm going to go on a limb and say they shouldn't count as books. So once again, we don't necessarily need to worry about the debate of audio book on those because no one's going to read those aloud because they're not actually books in the form. Just like you well, would get a program at a school and say, hey, I read this book because it was four pages or a yearbook, for instance. You know. Well, and I, and I guess I'll, 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 I'll clarify and say while I have gone back into my sort of history and retroactively added books to Goodreads, much like you have, you know, books that I read as a youth, whether it be, you know, the aforementioned Treasure Island or, you know, any number of, you know, fiction books that I read in my youth. I've gone and back populated those. I have not put in my textbooks because, yeah, that's that's that is sort of a different classification of thing. Um, but, you know, new newer nonfiction that I've read as an adult or as I'm reading them, I, I log those. I mean, I've got a book downstairs that's, you know, a, a good two, two and a half inches thick on you know c-sharp programming that you know i put in the effort i read that thing damn it i want credit I, I i've gone and put that in into goodreads uh you know and i i think i think it should definitely count as a book uh is there an audiobook equivalent of that probably not because it wouldn't make sense to do so and i guess to me that sort of further exemplif exemplifies why there are books for which there is no audiobook equivalent because it doesn't make sense for it to be an audiobook Therefore, you couldn't log it as an audiobook. Therefore, it shouldn't count as reading. And to me, that, that sort of brings to light the disparity between book versus audiobook in terms of it counting. In that if, if one thing is not able to be counted 
well, clearly it should not be counted. Okay. Whereas I reading understand. the actual book should, should def you should definitely get credit for that. I get you. Well, I'm going to ask you a question and, you know, Todd, do you recall what the last song you listened to? Uh, let me think. The last song that I listened to would have been yesterday. Dig down deep. Hard to say, you know, it, it, it's, 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 it's hard to say because I listen to a lot of stuff on shuffle. And okay. I'm very, well, very well let's just say, all right, let's just say you said yesterday. We're assuming that you listened to yesterday by the Beatles. You have that song. I know you do. Oh yeah. It's oh, yeah. uh, did, would you say you listen that through a Spotify or maybe your iTunes? So you listened to it from your phone, but there was no physical media attached did you really listen to that song <laughs> I, I see does that count does that count as a play count does it count for something you actually physically consumed because now granted if you said hey i pulled out my vinyl and put it on track three on i believe it was you know maybe it's with the beatles and beatles fans yell at me i don't know what track it's on because i physically use <laughs> itunes and or shuffle uh, i don't have the cassette tape anymore i don't have the eight track I don't have a, you know, I don't even have a VHS, VHS copy where it just plays over the television audio speakers. I don't have those <laughs> mediums, but I have heard that song quite frequently. I don't even know if I've ever physically listened to the song um, without, you know, it being through some means uh, where I didn't have it. Maybe the radio, for instance, like I've heard it over right. the radio. I'm sure I have. And that right. counts, right? I've heard that song, even though I didn't have the physical copy of whatever is forcing that song to come out. And I think that will be my closing argument. The fact is, I did listen to that song many, many times, but I've never owned the cassette, the CD, the vinyl of that. And I feel that's where we're at with this debate in terms of books. It, we're not, we are not to hold back, have you consumed or you read, so to speak, just based off of the medium. We need to evolve with time. And yes, 20 years ago, You'd say, well, how would you listen to it if you didn't have a cassette tape or so forth? Well, now we're at the point where we need to evolve with our books as well. If there's a chip that is implanted in your brain and you consume that book, let's say years from now, that will also count because that is the new medium that we're going through. And the concept of books are to gain knowledge, to gain information, to be entertained. Uh, and right there, I believe that... Whatever the medium is, you can do that, and that should count as reading a book. And I guess my, my closing argument is that, you know, while I, I would still argue that to get credit for it in, in a competition or in a classroom setting or that sort of a thing, I still feel that reading the actual book, you know, putting in that effort should, should, should be necessary for it to count. I think the, the ultimate point I'd like to make is that, you know, whether it counts or not, I think it's, you know, like you said, books are there to entertain and educate. And I think that no matter what method you use, it's important that you do participate, uh, whether it's whether it's physically reading, reading the book or listening to the book or, you know, in the far flung future, having it downloaded to your brain so that you, you have that information. The important thing is to get that information to you. Um, and I would just encourage everyone to to read or listen if that's your jam, uh, to as much as possible, get, get insight into, you know, other, other points of view and enjoy those stories. And I, I think, I think everybody wins in that case, even if it doesn't count in Goodreads or get you a gold star on your, your reading chart or, you know, get you a free pizza hut pizza from the, the summer reading program, whatever the case may be.
So thank you, Eric, for, for a, a delightful uh, exercise here in, in verbal sparring. Someday I'll finish that book. And who knows, maybe I'll even record it as audio so it won't count. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, <laughs> listeners. Be sure to uh, hit Twitter at Cast Todd and vote in the poll to, to weigh in with your thoughts on who's won the argument. And until next time, I hope you all have a good one. We have in in our kitchen on the other side of our kitchen is where like our I, our kitchen bleeds right into the living area. Uh, and right. where it separates the island, there on the other side where the living area is, there's these bookshelves that are built into the counter. And nice. we have old school, these old school world books that Lauren's parents yep. gave us. So they're yep. encyclopedias. They're bright red. They don't really match anything, but they're <laughs> I, I'm like, Lauren, I'm bringing these up. We're putting these on the, we're putting them, <laughs> we're putting them on this, uh, the shelf. Number one. Oh yeah. It looks, it, you know, it just looks like classy old bookshelves. Oh, like cla- when you go, yeah, cla- yeah. It, yeah. Like we'll never use them. And then there's one here. We have these child craft ones, which are like the children's version, which has crafts and mm-hmm. stuff from like the 80s. Yep. So yep. we're bringing all these books up and I got them all in order. And the kids like the kids put them on the shelves and I'm like, all right, we need to put them in order. And they're like, you're an idiot. You don't need to put them in order. Why do you? I was like, you can't. You're telling me you're going to be able to sleep at night if you know they're out of order. And, and <laughs> Seriously. And stuff. A, I, how are you? I couldn't do it. Oh, man. No. So I sat no. there and I I worked. What kind of monster them. puts an encyclopedia set up out of order? What what that's what what's that? That's what? exactly. They, oh and they were God. talking to me that's, like I'm crazy. That's serial killer behavior right that's there. That's what I said. That, that's not now right. I gotta I gotta watch watch myself at night now because I thought the same thing. I'm like, you guys are gonna <laughs> honestly, you're you're gonna go back, just go up to sleep. You know, this was late last night. It was the last thing I did last night is bring up the world books. Uh, but boy, I'm thinking to myself, I might go. I think I might fill these shelves with just old books. Like that will never be used, but just brings. Oh, but it's just like it's classy. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, is it or is it just like of our use? Like no one's ever going to use a world book anymore. It's like a pastime. But you, it's not like I can put like ornaments or like like small. I can't put anything that's breakable there. You know, there's no glass covering. There's no way to protect it. Miles will definitely take it and destroy stuff. So I mean, we could use it for toys, but here's here's the thing with the world book. On the one hand, nobody's going to touch them. On the other hand. Nobody's going to touch them. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> like, that's it. That's, like, that's exactly you know. what I said. That's, that was my point. <laughs> like, like this is a perfect – perfect. so I was thinking get some Funkin' Wagners. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, get you some World Book, fill... get you some Funkin' Wagners, get you some uh, – what's, what's, what's the other one? Shoot. I don't know. Encyclopedia I... Britannica? That's what they used to maybe, give away on. Maybe. You know, maybe. I don't know what those look like. But – to me, it seems like – or just make it like an old classy bookshelf with like the old oh, thick yeah. books. You know, I've been to a couple of different law firms in the last couple months. Well, not necessarily months. I guess that would be years. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. No. So Sadly, you're I, right. They, no, but I you, – no, you know what? I, I, I am correct because I had to go to a law firm to sign paperwork for the house. Right. And they had an entire room full of law books you know the stock photography oh, yeah. kind of books you see and then oh, yeah. one of my one of my clients has wall-to-wall books at their place and that was probably that was before covid when i went there and then i did have a meeting last week with another attorney that was prominent enough that i said i better just show up to this one and right. they had you know so they have all these law books and i'm not sure if they read them or how that works i mean i would assume if you're a new attorney you would just put a computer on a shelf and be like, here's where I need to go for these law references. But I don't know. I, kinda uh, like, I, th- I just kind of, 
There's I something to like be said for having a library of, of books that are there. And maybe you don't ever touch them, but they're just, they're there. There's a certain comfort to that. Well, like, it, it, that's exactly what I'm doing with the world books right. and the child crafts. And, and when oh, you yeah. walk in, you say, oh, look at this guy. He's a scholar. And that's right. And, you know, then I start talking and then you realize, no, <laughs> but, but <laughs> for that brief moment, you're the smartest man in the room. And really, that's it. isn't that what it's all about? Well, you know, and if this, you know, I, I believe if this was walking dead times, you know, these, these, these might be worth something, you know? Well, that's, that's, that's the problem with, with encyclopedias. Especially, you know, I mean, I guess perpetually that's been the problem with encyclopedia. You know, you, you get them, and they, they, there's only so up to date they can be. Like, oh sure, you know what I mean. Um, and it used to be, well, I guess we got to get a new encyclopedia set. Well, now it's just like, no, I'll go hit Google and forgot. Like, uh, you know, I don't imagine yeah. there's much. I imagine the encyclopedia printing sector has taken. No, <laughs> I, you don't. Yeah, I don't see anybody advertising um, <laughs> encyclopedias anymore. Didn't you go like weren't there people that went door to door? That's not what their job was. I, I, I feel like I feel like that was something of a thing. Yeah, I know the ones that we had. We got at IGA, and oh. it was uh, it was oh yeah, it was like a it was like a weekly. You you got them volume at a time, like every week it was a new volume. Oh shoot, I didn't yeah, know that. No, no, oh yeah, that that's how those were acquired. Like oh yeah, we didn't buy a set of encyclopedias. We bought a book at a time for like a buck and a quarter. If you spend, you know, X dollars at IGA, you can get this, you know, the next volume for like, you know, a buck something. And, you know, we went to, I, we went to IGA every week and we've had a family of four. So you spent the whatever. And, oh yeah, that was a, yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. That was I didn't, know, I, I wasn't aware that yeah. that was a thing. I'm oh, thinking yeah. we did actually have a door to door salesperson years ago when maybe it was Hunter, maybe my, Lainey was just young because it was at the new house. We did have this girl come in and, and like sell us a bunch of these like, child education books and they turned out to be they were they were way far more expensive than i would have anticipated and i don't know yeah. why but the, the, she sold us like legit sold us and we bought like there was like they got like 10 of them and like why did we do this i don't think i've ever used them they yeah. might end up on the shelf down here but uh, yeah. <laughs> i guess yeah. i guess That's... we knew in the future we said you know what in 10 years time we're gonna have this shelf and we got to make ourselves look like we're super smart. So let's buy some go. children's, you know, hardback books that, yeah. you know, talk about the world. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited about the possibilities of this shelf. No, that's 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 the one. Well, I mean, I suppose there are several, but one of the downsides of the, you know, go start a campground, Yurtplex, you oh, know, yeah. situation is it's, it's, it's hard to do that, but I think I've got a workaround is that, you know, most campsites, like you have the campsites and there's like a common, like main building, mm -hmm. actual structure where like, they have like, okay, here's the camp store and like the restrooms and the, like the washing, you know, washing machines and that sort of a thing. So we've been to a bunch of campsites, you know, I've kind of sampled and figured out what, what things I like, what things I don't like. And the really nice ones have like a big like common area, not just stuck in your tent. You can go somewhere and, you know, play games or, you know, just hang out or whatever. And I think, I think when we do it, like a big common area with like a big, with like a big old bookshelf, like, like a wall of books situation where people can come in and, you know, read and whatever. And I look forward to that because I, 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 I just, I mean, obviously I was a librarian. I'm got a soft spot for yeah. the, the, the printed page. And I am a person who reads a lot of books as you well know. Yeah. You are. Uh, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, your words, your words speak of that. Yeah. So, and 
I, I mean, I don't think they have them around your neck of the woods, but there's 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 bookstores around here called Half Price Books. I, I I figure I have to have talked about it them at some point, but it's like a used bookstore. Like you can take in your old books and they'll buy them from you, and then you can buy old, you know old books. They also have like bestsellers and you know whatever and, you know new books, but largely it's secondhand books sort of a deal. Yeah, we don't they have, have a we thing. don't have a ton of those. They have if, a thing if any. where you can buy books by the yard. Like you say, I want four yards of books, and they will give you boxes of books that, when put on a bookshelf, are like four linear yards of books. That's just a random grab bag of miscellaneous whatnot that are all like just old timey looking books. Like you can just fill a bookshelf, you know, and it'll look spiffy, and maybe you'll read them, maybe you won't, but darn it, you're gonna have a library, and it'll be, you know, fantastic. And I tell you right now, if Abby and I li- lived alone. We would turn that. I would. I would very easily, with like almost no provocation, turn their bedroom into just. Oh yeah. All the, all the walls are bookshelves, and just buy fuck tons of books just to have a library. And Abby, Abby wants what you know. You know when you watch old movies, and people mm-hmm. have libraries, and they've mm-hmm. got those uh, those ladders. Absolutely. Like the, yeah. The, the wheels that spin. Just that. Just to have that. That's it. That's it. To that's justify it. having a library ladder on the little wheel it. system. And that's it. That's, that's that is that's, the dream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would I would be fine with that all being Disney books, old vintage oh, yeah. Disney park oh, books, because yeah. that's oh, yeah. that's my jam yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I yeah. you're talking to I have three or four bookshelves in my office just because I like the looks of bookshelves. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. So yeah. I I I understand it 100%. But oh yeah. All right. Well, hey, I think I need to uh, hop off uh, and say goodbye to the missus before she goes to work. That's legit. I believe we have a solid episode of bookology or bookshelving or whatever <laughs> we want to call it. I think that all works, and we'll uh, we'll touch base uh, maybe later. Yeah. All right. I'll talk to you later. Cool. All, all right. right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas that you'd like me to chat about, you can let me know via Twitter at casttodd or email via toddcastpodcast at gmail.com. Keep in mind that the Todd portions of those usernames are T-O-D with a single D, even though I spell my actual name with two. If you'd like to leave me a voice message that I can air on the podcast, you can either email me a small audio file, or you can use the link in the show notes to leave a message via Anchor. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts is appreciated. Again, thank you for listening to the Toddcast.